0: welcome to episode two of snapping it around featuring alex mcdougall and newly member of the squad riley Knoll. alex how you doing today i'm good yourself i'm not bad you know um good weekend of football um really excited nhl starts tomorrow uh riley how you doing
1: glad glad to join the podcast here it's a opportunity i'm very happy to be a part of
0: yeah, for sure. You know, I think we all watched our uh, fair share of football this weekend. And uh, last night, um, Alabama, you know, taking home the national championship. Um, six games this weekend in the NFL. And, uh, they're all pretty good, except for uh, Barry Saints, I'd say that was a little bit of a downer. But um, yeah, we got that to talk about. We got Alabama, um, Mac Jones, Devontae Smith put on a show. Got some NHL news, um, maybe some Wednesday night previews and just a few other little things to touch on. So why don't we hop into it, NFL recap. Um,
2: Colts Bills. Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. Quarterback of the, he's up and coming. He's yep. gonna be in the league for a while. This guy's quite the real deal. Yeah, you know, being a Patriots
0: fan, it's tough to see him in the division because uh, he just gets better and better. You know, the, the Bills weren't great. They didn't. They didn't have. They didn't have it all. They uh, kind of let the Colts hang around a bit. Kudos to the Colts. They're a good football team. Um, but yeah, you know that's it's big for them to get a playoff win it's been a while for that uh been a while for that city um rally you watched the game what are your thoughts
1: yeah I did um my thought was I thought uh the bills the Bills showed us why they're the second best team in the AFC they uh Al- Josh Allen moved the ball downfield showed us why his arm is one of the lead arms in the NFL I think the biggest question coming out of that game is for the Colts is do you move on for Philip Rivers? Did he play his did Philip Rivers play his last game in the NFL? I think is the biggest question we have to ask moving forward.
0: Yeah, you know, um obviously he's getting old. You know, uh Colts signed him to a one year deal. There's been those Carson Wentz rumors reunite with Phil Reich, Philip uh Frank Reich in in uh Indy, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, I think the Colts are just like solid good quarterback away from contending in the AFC. Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna mention. Uh, I honestly did know that Phillip Rivers threw the ball so weird. I mean, I I've watched him play before, but I it, seriously half the balls he threw, I was like, is that gonna get to the receiver? Or is that gonna make it? It kind of looks like me throwing a ball from like third base. Like it'll get there, <laughs> but it might be on the ground. It'll like it'll roll there, but
0: yeah, definitely a huge question mark. You know, even as like I I don't know why they didn't bring in Jacoby Brissett for the hail mary. You know, yeah, yeah that's,
1: that's what the announcers are even saying. Like, man, why not bring in Percent? And they've done it before. Like, he's got a better arm.
0: Yeah, you
2: know, give yourself a shot there. But, uh... I mean, kudos on him. If he's had an arm like that his whole career, he's got to be making some solid reads to stay in the league. So. Him
1: yeah. and his seven children, is that? <laughs> I think it's uh,
0: 11. It's
1: <laughs> a crazy amount. It's out
0: there.
2: Yeah, a crazy amount. Yeah, that guy gets it done. Yeah, yeah, in sure. more ways than one. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> All right, moving on. you got the Rams and the Seahawks. And, uh... Just I couldn't believe the outcome of this game, you know. Uh Jared Goff comes in after John Walford gets hurt early in the game, uh shoulder to helmet hit from Jamal Adams. It's not not fun to see that at all. He uh he didn't look good, looked concussed. Um but the Seahawks, what like they were so good at the start of the year offensively. They moved the ball, they they were throwing it downfield and like teams just caught on and they didn't make any adjustments and i'm wondering if it's time for pete carroll to go
1: oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hop in here sorry alex but i think it's time for pete carroll to go me and clayberg talking about it and we think pete carroll's the problem in seattle they're like he has all these teams year after year and it seems that they can never get it done since they won that super bowl in what 2015
0: 13
1: yeah 13 yeah sorry the broncos won 15 but i I just think it's time for a new scenery there. They got Russell Wilson, who did not look great either in that game. He looked uncomfortable. Yep. Rams defense, which is an elite level defense, was all over him. They were in his kitchen pocket all game. And be exciting to see what they can do against Aaron Rodgers next weekend in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, Aaron Donald's such a key. He needs to uh, he needs to be healthy and play when uh, left with that rib injury. So that's a key to uh, to get to that Packers backfield this upcoming weekend. Um but yeah, like Russell Wilson didn't like made that one nice throw to DK downfield. Like that's the ceiling that Russell Wilson has, but you know, just looked off and that whole Seahawks team just looked off for the past ten
2: weeks of the season. It was just it's weird to see considering how uh how hot of a start they got out to. Probably should mention the the Rams quarterback and Goff coming into the game with uh, broken fingers. Yeah. That was dealing
0: with. Uh w- yeah, his broken thumb had surgery on it eleven days ago I believe and That's
1: something
0: crazy like that. Yeah, what a warrior, you know. Uh he didn't start but you know and they again, Sean McVeigh, great coach, but what are oh, you doing not dressing a third quarterback like I, I was
1: question marking myself there too, like guy's got a broken hand, you got a rookie quarterback making a second career NFL start. you think you would have a third string guy ready to go, like just in case, but what
0: do i know i'm not an nfl coach yeah for sure but yeah uh, huge kudos to jared goff for gutting that one out and you know not you not wasn't great managed the game well made made a few throws when he needed to uh run game was great cam Akers was really good on the ground and uh yeah they got it done it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it close against this first first seeded green bay team in Lambo this
2: upcoming weekend that'd be quite the quite the game
0: yeah for sure then uh move on to the Tampa Bay Washington football team um this game really uh when uh, when the news broke that Taylor Heineke was starting Alex Smith was out kind of thought Tampa might just run away at this game go enjoy your Saturday night somewhere else but uh, this was a game you really wanted to tune into is Taylor Heineke proved to the world that you know he can he can be a backup in this league you know, he uh, he played really well. He uh, showed a lot of heart. You know, he's diving for pylons and getting it done. And he even got hurt and he came back. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see um, that Washington, or that Tampa Bay offensive line shut down Washington's front four, front seven. Chase Young didn't have anything. Tom Brady had a clean pocket for most of the day. And Leonard Fournette had a pretty good day on the
2: ground. And, yeah, they, uh, they took it to Washington. Yeah, Tom Brady playoff performer so came to play and got the job done moving on to the next uh next game for those two for that uh, tampa bay team
1: yeah tap the only problem is tampa bay's d got picked apart by a four-string quarterback man which is little little bit worrisome. worries worrisome if you're going to the play uh, drew Brees next weekend right that's the matchup yep correct so it's hard to say um kudos to taylor heineke for taking uh his opportunity and just running with it though right like that's your one shot. First career p- NFL starts a playoff game. Oh, no, I guess he started a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, he, came in. he came in. I think so, he started a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, but he looked good, Matt. He looked like a potential to have elite level potential just from making those right, right read every time. It's kind of like the Kevin Glenn offense that I refer to a lot. Just five-yard dump passes over the middle in the CFL, but that's what I thought. Kudos to him, and kudos Dude, you to Camden Bay for pulling through in the end.
0: Yeah, it was a really good Saturday of football. Um,
2: I was really looking forward to Sunday too, and uh, Ravens Titans. Like, just want to put it out there that Clayback uh, did call this game. He uh, he had predicted the Ravens winning. I didn't. I thought Titans would f- for sure run away with this game with Derrick Henry in the backfield, but uh, the Ravens defense defense did quite the job shutting down uh, king henry there
0: yeah everyone wants to talk about you know lamar and his 50-year touchdown which was unreal the the, oh, the oh, speed man. boost at the 35 <laughs> when he just took <laughs> off. Eat the like, nitros wow like that that's why that's why lamar jackson's lamar jackson um but yeah this this ravens deed 10 points in the first quarter and then three the rest of the game um derrick henry had nothing going um and you know the ravens did enough to win lamar Lamar was running, just grounded and pounded, and uh, you know took it to the Titans. But uh, Mike Vrabel, he had a fourth and two on the Ravens' forty-yard line in the fourth quarter, down seven points. And you do not hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. You punt the football away, and with the Ravens' team running the ball so well, that that's what they're made to do. They they take time off the clock. They put games away, like. I just want to talk about that like he says he would cut off his dick to win a Super Bowl yet he won't go for it in that situation like I think that's got to be looked at big time for Vrabel and that decision's really got to be taken into question
2: yeah I mean you have arguably the best running back in the league and it's fourth and two in a playoff game I'm for sure giving the ball to him the guy's a game changer and it's just two yards it's all you need yeah in the fourth quarter and it's a must score here yeah.
0: on the raven side of the field just very very weird decision it wasn't really talked about much on the broadcast which again i thought was weird
1: yeah broadcasters uh, really dismiss the thought of when teams just punted on fourth and two they don't really go like man why are they punting it here like this is a huge spot in the game and we're giving the other team the ball back but what i thought was really strange too was when baltimore got the ball back lamar jackson was throwing the damn ball he wasn't they were running the ball like they were throwing the damn thing which was a question mark to me because i thought they were just gonna run the game out but they were throwing the ball which of them they won in the end and it worked out but yeah bold yeah, yeah it wasn't ravens football
0: yeah i think the first play they got the ball back they threw it downfield to marquise brown for an incompletion yeah. so again you know i guess harbaugh was trying to fool the defense but you know, they got the job done, and uh, they're moving on to Buffalo next week. So then uh, fifth game of the weekend was the Bears and the Saints, and a uh, Nickelodeon game along with the CBS. Did you guys see any of that slime touchdown and all the different all the different uh, settings there? I honestly can't say I did. Oh, yeah. Um, it was whenever they scored a touchdown, you know, the big slime was put into the end zone. It's kind of cool, you know.
1: SpongeBob was between the field goal post.
0: Yeah, you know. I don't know.
1: Me and you watched the Pat McAfee show yesterday yep. and they had a, a young 14-year-old gentleman on there. Impressive as heck. Like, he was cooler than all three of us combined and he was apparently the sideline reporter and he was, they were doing all these impressions of these people during the game of these celebrities and they were really bringing a fun aspect to the game. Like, Pat McAfee said on his show yesterday, he's like, that game was terrible. I don't even know Do they really want to talk about the game. Like, Saints were the Saints. They won. The Bears suck.
0: Yeah, the Bears are awful. The Bears
1: are awful. And Matt Nagy sucks too, the head coach. But they said that the Nickelodeon aspect of the game made it fun. Like, when uh, Drew Brees dives and, we're, we're in, baby. We're getting yeah. in. And he's not in, but they have, uh, what's that stuff called? Slime, Slime going all over the players. And that's a pretty cool aspect. And uh, it's growing the game. Like, baseball does such a bad job of that. Even the NHL doesn't do a great job of growing the game. But if NFL bringing that in and getting the young kids involved in the game at an early age, like, if I was five and I could turn that on, that'd be pretty neat to watch. Like, oh, dang, there's SpongeBob SquarePants at the NFL game. You can relate to it more, you know what I mean? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: I mean,
2: the NFL really doesn't need it. They got such a big following, but, yeah, you know. That's why they have such a big following. You know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're engaging their audience from, you know, all different types of ages. So, yeah. kudos yeah, to like, them. They're starting
1: to trend their Yeah, one thing I
0: want first first to mention time. about the Saints is uh, Sean Payton's love for Taysom Hill. And, um uh, you know, it could have been a big play in that game. They uh, they dropped Taysom Hill back to pass, and he, he, uh, he probably had the touchdown if he could get it off, but just waited too long, and, you know, the, the pressure got to him, and he fumbled the ball, and, the, and the, the Bears were in the red zone right away. So, you know, just keep Drew Brees in the game. Um, if, you want to, if it's a short fourth and one, third and one, you want to bring him in for a quarterback sneak, go ahead, but let Drew Brees throw the ball. He's your guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you texted me after that, and you're like, "What are the Saints doing?" And I agree. Like, if Drew Brees is your guy, he's won a Super Bowl for you, yeah, and it, you know he's at the tail end of his career here, but he still looked elite last week, last this weekend, and he, he's probably gonna lead them to a the Super Bowl. He's he's if you are gonna get there, it's gonna be through Drew Brees, not Taysom Hill. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. So uh last game
0: of the weekend we had the Browns and the Steelers on Sunday night football
1: from Pittsburgh. Tell us how you really feel, Clayback. And right off the bat,
0: <laughs> right off the bat this game this game had something to it. And you know what? Juju Smith-Schuster, this guy. He says that the Browns are the Browns and he's dancing on the field in the fourth quarter when they're down and you know what? great player but like man come on you know like you just gave the browns the browns were out they had no head coach they had no practice missing offensive linemen missing quarterbacks they were they were down and out and you just gave them a piece of paper to stick on a bulletin board and they looked at that all week and you see baker mayfield's instagram post sunday morning browns are the browns and you see those guys fired up and then you see the post scheme you see them dancing like juju you see them Corvette, si- Corvette. yeah you see them <laughs> tweeting that the browns are the browns and like you gotta think like juju what are you doing man like you they, like this has happened earlier in the year against cincinnati when you're dancing on the field and next thing you know you're fumbling the ball getting blown up like this has happened before like if yeah. this was the first time, like, the first time against Cincinnati, it was like, sure, whatever, learn from your mistakes. But then you give them bulletin board material again, and you lose again, like...
2: Yeah, I thought after the Cincinnati game that, you know, he'd probably stop dancing, But, you know, he clearly kept a TikTok app, TikTok app on his phone. And, <laughs> yeah, I think that guy's got to yeah. hold the screen down, hit the X button when it appears, and delete that app. But, <laughs> yeah, tough luck for him and, and uh, the Steelers after such, like, a, you know... They were highly touted at the start of the year, had a good start, and then just kind of fell off. But kudos to the Browns for coming to play. They they had the odds stacked up against them this past week. You know, we mentioned uh, last pod that they had uh, their head coach was out with COVID, and they missed a few practice days here. But, you know, kudos to them for showing up when it mattered most. And, yeah, Baker got the job done.
0: Yeah, sure. I Love Baker. Um, love what he does. In his post-game interview, uh, Colin Cowherd last week said, Something about wearing a backwards hat, and that quarterbacks who wear backwards hats can't get it done. You're talking about Brady and Rodgers and Breeze wearing forwards hat, forward hats, and then as soon as Baker started the uh, the post game interview, he had a for for his hat forward, and then he threw it backwards. And you know, I just thought that was great. You know, stick it to the man. Let Cowherd know that
1: uh, he's an idiot. an idiot. He is an idiot. I uh, saw I saw a stat on Twitter yesterday that baker mayfield is the oldest quarterback remaining in the afc
0: yeah again the f- three of the four nfc quarterbacks are 37 and above and then you got the uh the afc quarterbacks left who are Allen, mayfield mahomes and uh, lamar and three of them were in the same draft class and then mahomes Crazy, was, and the mahomes was the year before i believe and like wow like that AFC A, is gonna
1: be scary. Yeah, that is AFC coming. is
0: uh is definitely up and coming, and you know, they might have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields yeah, too.
1: Yeah. I did honestly I think the AFC is more fun division to watch for football's sake. Like I feel like the NFC is more like conservative football, like your typical brand of football, but the AFC is like gunsling, high flying, octane offenses, which I really enjoy watching because that's that's what football is to me, is,
0: yeah, for sure, you Spore know. A lot of
1: points. Yeah,
0: you know, you had Breeze and Rodgers in the NFC for years and like they were kind of those guys, but uh this new wave of offense, new quarterbacks, you know, that are mobile can run around and
1: throw the ball, yeah, man. And, can throw the ball. Yeah. Except
0: for Philip Rivers. So. Yeah,
1: he's uh he, <laughs> oh, he's a fossil though, right? He's on his way out. Yeah, he
0: don't yeah. move and he don't throw, so
1: it's kind of just uh
0: just there. Just a statue back there. Uh so um I guess next week's games, we got the Rams Packers, we got the Bills at or the Ravens at the Bills. We got the um, Saints, Bucks, and we got the Browns, Chiefs. Looking forward to to those games. Uh, I guess we'll preview those on the Friday show and uh, give our thoughts there. So, yes, we'll move on to some more football, not the NFL kind. Is Alabama Crimson Tide taking home the national championship against the Ohio State Buckeyes? Just, what a season for Alabama. Um, That offense couldn't be stopped. Doesn't matter who. Um, Devontae Smith, unreal. I'm really interested to see where he goes in the draft. He just kept raising his stock all year. Uh, Jalen Waddell, what a warrior. You know, fractured his ankle in late October. He's back 11 weeks later. Like, that's just unheard of. And, um, yeah, that Alabama offense just... Led by Mac Jones. Yes. Mention him. Mac Jones. I mean you, hard to not mention him with all these uh, most most pa- most passing yards in the college football final game, I believe, he set last night. So unreal, you know. As a Patriots fan, I hope I hope he can fall to fifteen. Um I really like him. You know, he looked good all year. Um But does Bill
1: Belichick like Yeah, that's a thing.
0: You know, I never know what's going on in his head. So <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out.
1: He's got some. 5'7, 150 pound white kid from Regina, Saskatchewan, <laughs> yeah. lined up to go yeah. in the seventh round, yeah. probably. So. Out of
0: the University of Manitoba yeah, or something. Yeah, literally.
1: So, you never know. But, yeah. yeah. Good on him. I think Devontae Smith is a game changing player.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean,
1: I mean, I watched one college football game all year. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. But Devontae Smith was just heads and above. It's like playing backyard football. With like that one. He literally just ran all the way across the field and he was wide open. Like, yeah. The poor cornerback. He must have went lost. Uh, three rounds. He's probably a fifth round prospect now because he just got burned every play. Like they just couldn't contain him.
0: No, yeah, the the scheme that uh, Alabama put together. Just they move they move him around so well, and he just finds ways to get open. So. There's one catch on the sideline where he just oh. toe-tapped and his body was half out of bounds. So, yeah, just unreal. Yeah.
1: And he even got both feet in bounds. I don't know exactly what catch you're talking yeah. about. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, it sucked to see him get hurt there, but...
1: That was uh, the replay they showed after he came out with his two fingers tied together. Yeah. If you watch, it you can see his finger and it does not look good. It yeah, it's, he, it, it snaps like back. It snaps yeah, so
0: tough break for him, but, you know... He'll come back bigger. Yeah, he'll have some time to recover. Maybe, uh, no work uh pre-draft workouts for him but i think everyone knows what he can do uh yeah so that was uh it was the national championship um
2: tomorrow night that's a big day puck
0: drop let's go yeah um really really excited oh. to uh watch him how many
1: fans have you done Clayback? um yeah someone's fired yeah up. too too many too many um how much money are you gonna to lose tomorrow night this
0: is the real question. Um no um I'm done with that, you
1: know. Oh yeah, he's apparently gave the app uh, his login to bed three sixty five to Nathan Holmes. Yeah, I had, to, Whatever. I had
0: to had to get rid of that. So um got five games on the go tomorrow night?
2: Yeah, no, it's gonna be a, a good day for all hockey fans. Kinda I'm kinda getting the vibe like you know, when your parents just come home from gro- grocery shopping, and you open the cupboard door, and there's like a fresh set of cookies in there, kind of thing. Like I'm mean, sitting right in front of the TV, mouth open, eyes wide, like just drooling. It's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome day.
0: Yeah, uh, five games the go starting at I think pretty early too. Like, like I think because uh, I don't know if they're doing this guys of no fans, but I think they're starting at four thirty our time, which is I think an hour and a half earlier than when normal games yeah. that start. I think so it might be like a 5 o'clock local puck drop for the Pens Flyers but uh yeah you know you got you got the Habs, the Leafs, the Canucks, the Oilers, the Pens Flyers, the Blackhawks Lightning and the Blues and the Avs. Um
2: any thoughts on any of the games? Uh I'm looking forward to the the Blues Avs. Think it's going to be a good matchup. Uh obviously both you know the Blues are everyone's heard of them and the abs you know you're loaded with young uh star talent so i think it's gonna be a good game and then you know i'd be pretty uncommon for me not to mention that the the habs are taking on the beloved leafs and it's gonna be that's gonna be a good game those are two you know two it's an ontario or uh, yeah on, know, ontario so quebec matchup right there job. so <laughs> yeah. uh we'll see we'll see i'm looking forward to that and you know, another Canadian matchup with the Canucks and Oilers and I think that's gonna be a sick division this year. That whole uh Canadian division. But yeah, other than that, I mean I think the Lightning are gonna run away on the the poor Blackhawks, but
0: Yeah, you know, the Blackhawks, you know, lost their centers, lost uh I guess just their centers, but um yeah, that's just a team waiting deer in the headlights in the lightning area. You know, maybe a bit of a Stanley Cup hangover, but who? not against these guys on uh, Wednesday night, I think. But, yeah, you know, Penns Flyers, love that Pennsylvania rivalry. Hopefully uh, hopefully there's some bad blood there. You know, I'd like to see, you know, playing these, I think everyone plays eight times a year or something like that. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So, man. you know, rivalries are going to start up. Rivalries are going to happen. If
1: Matthews and Gallagher are going at it this year, <laughs> I don't want it, man. Yeah. But, yeah, here I a couple of teams I'm looking forward to this year. I want to see how the Blues can handle losing their captain. Alcumtriangelo, I think that's being downplayed too much. I'm excited to see what the Avs can do, because on paper, they're the best team in the league, hands down. Yep. They keep Joe Sackick, who looked like an idiot GM, all of a sudden just made great move after great move after great move, and this team is loaded. Also, I'm excited to see what the Penguins can do this year. Little... Little... little uh, round play and loss to the my beloved Habs there and I want to see what they could do because maybe if they lose out again you're looking at maybe moving Malkin or you're looking at moving somebody because Crosby's not getting any younger and that team's window is closing also I'm curious to see what the Flyers could do because they had a great playoff run last year where they looked great Carter Hart as you would say I can't say it but you <laughs> can see what he can do It'll be nice to see what the Oilers and Canucks got this year because the Canucks made a great run last year too. So
0: yeah, you know, a bunch of intriguing teams playing oh, yeah. Wednesday. Um, yeah, like the Pens. You know, is this their last year? Um, the, Lots fl- of questions. the Flyers is this their first year in the rise? So yeah, really excited.
1: Seventies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not 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 quite the the Broad Street Bullies that they used to be, but still a team that looks like it's coming on the rise now. Um, then Thursday night we got a bunch of games um even a rematch of the Wednesday night game with the Canucks and Oilers uh one game I want to talk about was the Flames Jets as they played last year in the uh not the first round of the playoffs but the the play-in qualifying round and uh a little bit of bad blood there with I think Matt Matt Kachuk and Blake Wheeler
2: yeah uh yeah that was obvious uh Kachuk last year had that uh unfortunate hit on kind of got a skate in the back of a mark shifley's leg and took him out for the series and blake wheeler obviously being the captain there stepped in to protect shifley and they kind of went at it and then you know they finished up the rest of their series but it'll be interesting to see if that kind of carries over this year i'm sure it will it's not gonna be forgotten it's gonna be remembered for a long time now so and uh yeah no i think they're gonna definitely let kachuk have it but he's gonna have, let him have it right back for sure so
0: oh yeah the type of player mark kachuk is is <laughs> he won't take that and uh, he'll just keep going he'll go at shifley all night if uh if he can um, again, some new faces and new places. You got Chara against the Chara and the Caps against Taylor Hall and the Sabers. That's gonna be interesting wow. to see um, Eichel and Hall play together. Oh, I can't
1: wait to see what those two can do together. I was so curious about Hall signing there, but Jack Eichel is one of the most underrated players in the NHL. I know you really like him, clayback, but it'll be interesting to see what those two can get her done because if they can't get her done, I can see Jack Eichel leaving next year if Taylor Hall.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I said on the last pod, get out of Buffalo. And, you know, they finally finally got him someone other than Jeff Skinner to play with him. So, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, he'll put up good numbers, but who knows what the rest of the team can do. Uh, you got my my Bruins. I uh, can't wait to see them in action against the Devils. And then the Battle of New York, uh, Islanders Rangers. Um, two teams that, uh, I mean, one team made the conference final last year. Uh, the Rangers look like they're on the up and rise. Um, that I think that's gonna be two really interesting teams this year.
1: Lafreniere's well, debut. Not to downplay our boy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the Islanders. You know, we'll see. They. I guess we'll mention that right
2: now. Matt Barzell, three year, seven three year, $1. yeah, twenty one million total, seven million AAV. Uh, yeah, the guy's a, the guy's a difference maker out there, and I thought that was a pretty pretty good contract what for a him.
1: Contract by lou amaretto yeah yeah what a a, a...
2: good for him uh i think that's you know seven million dollars is a is a lot still but i think it's pretty team friendly for what barzell brings but i don't know i think somewhere else besides the islanders i I think he probably could have got more money but obviously if he's staying around he clearly likes playing there so good for him but they run a you know he can't they run a like a tighter ship down there and uh bit more defensive so he can't really just kind of wheel around the offensive zone like he like he did i've just seeing like his highlights and stuff but i mean yeah good for them and to lock him up for another three years it's it's pretty key for those guys yeah you know i'll be interested to see
0: what he can get after these three years are done and you know might may, may, could it be around 10 million a year or uh do do the islanders give that to him or does he go somewhere else
1: well i mean they're still paying rick DiPietro, pietro so they don't have <laughs> much cap space yeah. i heard that was a the problem they had to some guys had to retire first right before they could actually sign him because he he missed the start of training camp no correct uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he wasn't there yeah it just makes the william Nylander contract look pretty good hey alex
2: dude (laughs) both are steals for uh for their for their money they're getting paid (laughs) oh oh, yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so um yeah we'll be back on friday i guess recapping the
2: weekend games. um should we just quickly give our uh, our picks for Wednesday night's hockey games. We sure, got as winners. Sure, Habs Leafs. Who you guys got? I'm taking the Leafs. I mean, yeah, Karen that's Price
1: shuts out the not a surprise. Th- Habs win three nothing.
2: Habs. Oh,
0: I'll go. I'll go with the Leafs in that one. Um, at home, you know.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. moving on. Canucks Oilers.
0: Uh, I got. I like the Canucks in that one. Um,
2: just you know, a lot of moves in the off season. Holtby,
0: Schmidt, in. Markstrom, of out, but uh, I like what they did in the playoffs. I think they'll build off that, but uh, I'll go the Canucks in that one.
2: Noel, who you got?
1: I'm going to go Oilers. I like David and Dreisato. I don't like Dreisato, but I like David. But we'll see what uh, Tyson Berry and uh, Kyle Terrace bring to the table for our Oilers, bring a little bit more depth to the table than they had before. So yeah.
2: I'm also taking the Oilers. Uh, just like them in this matchup and see if they get it done or not. Yeah, uh, Penn's Flyers. I'm taking the Flyers. So am I.
1: Yeah, it's hard to go against the Flyers. Here. Yeah. Um,
0: again, if Crosby steals the show, is three points. No one's surprised. Yeah. But we'll take the team with more depth and uh, probably the better goaltender right now. Blackhawks, Lightning. Everyone's got the Lightning. If you got the Blackhawks, go throw a bet on it. Maybe you'll win some money. I'm guessing you'll lose your money. But, you know, <laughs> there's a chance you could win a bunch. And then Blues-Avs, uh, it got to be the game of the day.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. I, I'm taking the abs. So am I. I'll
0: nope. take
1: Blues for Blues Hockey, baby. All right, Eagles there we go. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: There we go. Um, yeah, that's our, that's our Wednesday recap. Um, I guess interesting story came out last night with uh, Evander Kane filing for bankruptcy.
2: Yeah, uh, it, reading the story, it's it's like, it's funny in a way, but it's it's also really kind of upsetting to see that this guy, like, you know, didn't reach out for help or that San Jose didn't know that this was going on. Or if they did, they kind of slipped on their table. And, like, it's just upsetting to see this guy make so much money and kind of struggle with some some obvious issues. So... But,
0: yeah, I read a stat where he lost. I think it was one point eight million in gambling last year. Yeah, it was
1: just last year alone. Last
0: year alone, and uh, that's not quite as much as Alex losing five bucks at the gas station. But uh,
2: yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, it was two weekends ago. It was the college football uh, semifinal games, and I I was figured I you know I'll probably watch the game, so I was like, might as well put some money on it, make it more entertaining. Anyways, so long story short if you don't have a bank yet pick, pick scotia bank because your uh credit card will work with bet 365 so you <laughs> do not have to go to the gas station to make bets however i don't bank at scotia bank so here i'm forced to walk into the shell gas station and make a sports select and i got in there games were starting at 11 it was like ten fifty five, 55 and I, I was blowing up i forgot you had to pick three three games so i had the obvious i had alabama beating uh who North was it Notre Dame Notre Dame. I had Alabama beating Notre Dame and I had uh Clemson I had Clemson beating Ohio State, Ohio State which turned out to be wrong so my bet was already screwed but <laughs> uh I had there's another game it was Auburn and, and Northwestern, Northwestern. 14th and ranked Northwestern yeah so yeah Northwestern was a ranked team Auburn wasn't and I was panicking and I needed to make another bet so I was here I am spamming the the score chat I mean I'm not typing in there but I'm just reading what people are saying I'm seeing so many people say, guaranteed lock, take Auburn, take Auburn. You know, I'm 95%. I don't, I don't make wrong bets. So I was like, whatever. Heard a bunch of these guys were entering the portal, wherever that is. Thought they were being, <laughs> like, sucked into Narnia. Like, Northwestern's, like, not having guys getting, like, playing. It's so, like, okay, whatever. I'll take the unranked Auburn. So, took them. Obvious wrong decision. Northwestern ended up winning. But I thought it was funny that I'm making my uh, my betting moves off the score chat when anyone can post whatever they want in there. So
1: Yeah, it could be shoot they could be like trolling you guys. yeah yeah it was like get, i don't were uh, sure thinking.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah I, I was panicking it was 10. 55 i had to i had to make the bet before 11 and five minutes before kickoff yeah the, uh... i should have had it planned out better but whatever moving on from that that was kind of a definitely not heading back to the shell because even the guy that rung up my uh, ticket was like ah dude like <laughs> you got to figure that out before it coming in yeah, so maybe uh maybe lay off the college football um maybe just stick to the hockey even that i don't know but yeah tough tough news about Vander kane in the world that's that was like pretty upsetting to see and obviously me and him are quite uh two drastic or two different stories but
1: yeah he's not betting uh five dollars on, a- <laughs> yeah. on a yeah sunday uh, morning no a saturday morning yeah
2: he's definitely not he's uh, yeah honestly he might have hammered uh might have hammered uh ohio state last yeah, night yeah probably trying to make his money back he's yeah. but... uh,
1: he's mj without the
2: yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan just be- the
1: one give him a one year suspension, Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa that's uh <laughs> that's
0: controversial right now, oh, well. talking about MJ whoa. like that. Um but yeah, uh you know, I guess that's why he wants that uh Logan Ball
2: fight to yeah obviously he clearly needed that and (laughs)
1: he needs some money he probably should have pushed that a bit harder because
2: uh yeah i'm sure he could use
1: mcgregor at this point (laughs) he wants to make his money yeah
0: yeah i might just have to take a fight island fight from mcgregor and abu dhabi
2: yeah he's going right to dana white and tell him put me on that island there like i'll fight whoever for some money so yeah that is pretty upsetting though and it it makes not only like san jose look bad but kind of kind of the league as a whole i think it it, you know it reflects like that sometimes players need help and i don't know if he wasn't getting it or if he just refused help or what was going on there but obviously definitely like a learning story for a lot of people we could talk about
0: yeah um also jack johnson filed for bankruptcy a few years ago that was a bit of a different story there's something to do with his parents yeah
1: it was was, again weird stuff
0: going on um but yeah you know that was uh it was tough um i guess i guess that's it you know yeah uh, we covered covered the nfl covered the college got some nfl
1: you want to talk about the dub
0: i guess we could yeah we can mention it real quick you know they're uh planning on going with a 24 game season this year um nothing really else has come out you know you still got the i guess th- four different provinces yeah the it's gonna
1: be like. If if they do the Sask, like the old, like if Alberta has its own division, Sask has its own division, if like Manitoba, Winnipeg, Brandon, if they're going to play in the Sask division, both governments have to come to a mutual agreement there to let each other travel uh, inter-provincially and outer-provincially just to play games. It's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, you know, I saw you know I saw, I saw a story the other day. Uh, Matthew Savoie was going down to the USHL to play to finish the season because you know he just he doesn't know what's happening with the dub. And I saw another mm-hmm. uh, NHL prospect this season from Kamloops, Logan Stankoven. He's uh, he's really thinking about going to the USHL. So I mean, I think that's huge. I think, that's
1: huge for those teams. Man.
0: Yeah, I think they just announced this so that these guys would stay because you know they they really didn't have a plan. And It's hard to have a plan in this time yeah, right yeah, now exactly. but you know yeah. if these guys are uh these guys want to get drafted they want to play games you know they gotta they gotta show what they have and they gotta go exactly.
1: They gotta do what's best for their careers at the end of the day it's yeah not it's not yeah. what's best for the catalyst blazers the winnipeg ice It's what's the best for the individual I mean, yeah, yeah and
0: it, i'm I'm sure they'll be back
1: next year oh yeah, when the yeah. whl tries to get it actually has again. a plan ready to put in place and ready to go
2: yeah,
0: yeah um
2: yeah i like that i think yeah you know it's pretty hard to make a like affirmative and affirmative plan right now but 24 games like you know you're gonna get players out there they're gonna get looked at and that's the main thing you know you got the draft the nhl draft's and pushed back already and everything so just trying to get out there and you know get players scouted and whatnot yeah for sure you know um i'm guessing there'd be no fans
0: in the, yeah, the stands it's,
1: but it's all about the SAS government. it's like like do you think like we all play hockey here like it's like do you think we'll even play another game this year like junior like junior b junior c and i guess we got a senior hockey player over here even <laughs> though he's 19 <laughs> but yeah but like it's, it's hard to early because like if they don't let us play it's hard for them to go okay Regina Pats load up the brand center have 900 million people coming in and out of the brand center yeah and it's hard for them to do that if they're not even gonna let us play here you know what i mean yeah yeah you know
0: I guess, I mean, the Jets are doing that in Manitoba, but a uh, totally different situation there. Oh, totally there. different
1: thing. So, Money talks, man. That's, yeah, exactly. That's
0: how they get to keep yeah. yeah, you hear Gary Bettman say that uh, it would be cheaper for them to just shut down the season. I I did see oh, that. That makes total
1: sense. I'm yeah. around the numbers. Yeah. Think about them flying in and out, even the Canadian teams. Like, Montreal going to Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, that's a five-hour flight. Like, yeah. that's not cheap, and you got to put all the equipment in. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but that's the time we're living in, and if people want hockey, and yeah. they're going to get hockey, as yeah. Gary Bettman basically put it. So yeah, I'm
0: not complaining. I'll get my NHL center ice, and I will enjoy every yeah. game I can.
1: Yeah,
2: starting Wednesday night. Yes, sir. Well, anything else, fellas? I think uh, I think we covered it all for uh, for the most part. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. But yeah, what we'll see you guys in the next one on Friday.